0: Ladies and gentlemen, the next stop on this train will be the sun. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy... Asks another guy... 20 Questions! questions. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Brunel Brutman. Dave, so, uh, recording was delayed today because you were having trouble with your door or your keys or something. What's going on? Is everything okay? <laughs> David, were you aware
1: that your friend is a stupid, dumb, poodle-fucking-dumb shit?
0: Dipwad. No, I really was not. I thought we had firmly established in the previous episode that we would not be talking about dog fucking. What happened?
1: I here's why recording was delayed. I spent the last oh hour <laughs> or so disassembling and reassembling my door? What? Like my apartment door. From the
0: inside or the outside, you amateur well,
1: cracksman. Well, both.
0: <laughs> oh, no. All, all of the above.
1: All right, here's the story. It starts many moons ago. I wanted a new messenger bag. Okay. Because I've had the same messenger bag since, like, uh, maybe the middle of college. I think I got, you remember that green messenger mm-hmm. bag that I had? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That kind of olive drab military-ish one?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's a great bag, it's lasted me a long time, super durable, but it's starting to become frayed around the edges, and I'm like, alright, I need to be profesh. So I get this new bag, and I'm like, cool, and it's got front pockets, and they're kind of open, and I'm like, alright, the flap of the bag folds over the front pockets, so that seems like if I put stuff in there, it's not gonna fall out. That seems to be the design. Mm-hmm. Well, f- fuck was I wrong. Because shit falls out of those pockets like it's fucking raining keys and tissues and pieces of gum. That sounds terrible. What tore it was I take a shuttle back and forth from my office to the train station Mm -hmm. every day. And so I'm walking through the train station. I go through the gate. I tap my phone on the, the gate thing because we live in the future. And I go sure. through the gate, sure. And I keep my headphones in the same pocket as my keys, so Uh-oh. I take my headphones out because I was listening to something on the shuttle. And I reach to put them into my, uh, into the pocket. And guess what's not there? It's my keys. Uh huh. So I'm like, fucking shit. And I immediately turn around and try to and go out of the gate, and I'm like, all right, did I drop them somewhere on the floor? And I'm like, you know, going back down the escalator and shoving my hand into my bag, and I'm like... The worst feeling. I know, I'm just like, ah! It's just like stress. Like, a a second ago, everything in my life was fine, and now, one second later, everything in my life is turned to shit. It's terrible. (laughs) no. I reach into the main area of the bag, and fuck, thank God, there's the keys. They had fallen from the pocket. They'd slid from the open pocket into the main area of the bag, and I was fine, and everything was okay, and I got to sleep in my own home because I could open it. (laughs) So I'm like, well, that was scary. I got to fix this problem. So I take the bag to a shoemaker, which Mm -hmm. is where you go to fix bags. Did you know? Uh, That's where you go to fix bags. I could have guessed. That's smart. I go in. I'm like, hey, would you guys be able to attach snaps to these these open pockets? The guy's like, yeah, no problem. So I get snaps uh, attached to the pockets. And I'm like, all right, problem solved. Now when I put my keys in, snap the pocket shut, we're done. Everything is good in the world. And for several weeks, this works. Until yesterday. What happened? The exact same thing happened. I get off the shuttle. I go into the train station. I take off my headphones, reach into the pocket to put back the headphones. Guess what's not there? My keys. So I'm like, all right, don't panic. They just fell into the main pocket again. Everything is going to be fine. But nope, they sure didn't. So your keys are just gone now. So the keys are nowhere. They're they have If they have fallen out of my bag anywhere, it's on the shuttle. And the shuttle has, you know, left. It's gone. It's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I have given a spare set of keys to my girlfriend. And I have plans to see her later this evening. So I will just get my spare set of keys back. So I did that and I got the spare keys. So I'm not locked out of the apartment. So I'm like, all right. Genius plans. Genius plan number one, I'm going to take the spare keys and get duplicates made. This is a failure. Why is it a failure? Because I call up the locksmith and I'm like, hey, can you duplicate this kind of key? So they're like, yeah, we can totally duplicate that kind of key, but we need the card that came with it. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. I'll just, I'll just go home and I'll look for the card that came with the key when I bought the lock because I thought that I had replaced the locks when I moved in. But I don't think I did, and here's why. (laughs) Genius plan number two was, all right, fine, I have these spare locks, I'll just replace them because those are keys I know I can copy. Because I bought these and I have like the thing, right? So I know I can get copies of those. So I take apart all the locks on my doors, which is, like, it's not difficult, but there's a lot of screws and plates and mm-hmm. plates that go into screws and screws that go into plates. Okay. So I take apart the whole thing and I try to replace the first lock. That doesn't work because the replacement lock does not fit into the, the existing hardware. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck that. I guess I'll just y- switch to using the other lock, and I'll only replace that one. So I put that one, I put the the first one back together, and I take apart the second one, and the exact same thing happens. Oh no! So none of these locks can be replaced by any of the things that I had lying around. Thus, I took apart my entire door, and then reassembled my entire door exactly the same as it was and have achieved nothing.
0: Hooray!
1: And um <clears throat> my keys are still missing. That that sucks, dude. <laughs> yep. I don't know, man. If I lose these spare keys, I just have to sleep in the road. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lie oh, down oh. on the yellow line. Let the trucks pass over me while I doze. Oh cook eggs on the sidewalk in in november
0: look live the life of the great historical hobo
1: yeah fuck it if i get locked out of my apartment i can't get back in i'm just gonna i'm gonna drop everything i'm gonna abandon all my possessions and ride the rails that's my plan okay so the entire point of the story is that i feel like the stupidest dumb fuck whoever fucked a stupid dumb
0: fuck because you got a new bag because I got a new bag. Ah, that sucks.
1: The entire point of the story is never get a new bag.
0: No, David, the entire point of the story is never change or grow up.
1: Never change, never grow up, never learn how to assemble or disassemble a lock, and never ever lose your keys. Do some biohacking,
0: graft a key ring onto your forehead, and keep them there. Friend of mine used to date a guy who had a little RFID chip installed in the uh, the web of his hand between his thumb and forefinger. So really his, creeped me so out. So his
1: owners could track him if he ever became lost.
0: Basically, no. He had a little he had a little like chip bug thing whatever in his hand, and he said, Yeah, I don't have to open the door. I don't have to carry keys. I can just wave my hand in front of the door, and the deadbolt goes. I mean... And I was like, what if somebody cuts off your hand? (laughs) And he said, then I'm already probably dead. They can have whatever the hell they want in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, if people are willing to cut off your hand, like, like that's a moral event horizon right there. Sure. There's, there's, it doesn't matter if you have a chip in you or not. (sighs) So that's the story of my terrible life where everything is awful and there's just a lot of screwdrivers... And uh, not very many keys. What's um, what's going on with you?
0: Well, so okay, so I wanted to tell you this. It happened about a month ago now. I wanted to tell you the story of the very racist haircut.
1: Oh dear. So, is this the children's story? Oh no. The
0: most racist haircut? It is not. <laughs> it is not. All right. That would be that would be <laughs> too many racists. I'm trying to figure out what point.
1: this could possibly mean, and I am stumped. So, so tell so me about this very racist haircut.
0: A couple of weeks ago, Jillian and I had just, when we had just come to California, we were staying in San Francisco with our friends Michael and Megan. We were going to go to a wedding. That we, we went to a wedding that weekend, uh, and it was uh-huh. a couple days before the wedding, and I wanted to get a beard trim. Now, Michael and Megan live in a neighborhood that is adjacent to the Castro, the legendary gay district of San Francisco, one of the many legendary gay districts of San Francisco. But this one is like the most notable, the Castro. It's this classic San Francisco counterculture neighborhood. Jillian and I are wandering around and exploring it. And I'm like, oh, well, there's got to be like a, a good barber shop around here. And I cast about on Yelp for some, some good reviews. And I find this sure. place that's a five star um, reviewed place. I'm not going to say the name of it. Um, and is the name racist? No, the name's not racist. I just don't want this barber to find out that I'm talking about him. uh Oh. So we go, we go in to this place, and it, it, um, all I see are these five star reviews that say, you know, it's is a great haircut, but watch out, Jim's a character. And I look at Jillian and I go, huh? She says, what the hell? Why not? You know. So we go in, and um, this older to middle-aged guy, I would say he was maybe in his early 60s, uh-huh. is finishing up a uh, haircut on this older man. And I should say, though, the place we went into, this barbershop, wasn't really a barbershop per se. We were looking for the, the address and it was a residential, it was a residential building. It was like a little hmm. Victorian two-flat. And so we go up the stairs and there isn't a door as much as there is this kind of magnetic mosquito net Do you know what I'm talking about? What? Like stretched over the door was this mesh that was split in half down the center vertically and it was clasped together with magnets. I Not rare never earth magnets. heard or seen No, like this. I'd never seen anything like this either. Um, but the door the front door was basically always open. Or rather it was this was the screen door and I think the door behind it was open okay and so it's these little um, black magnets and you pull them apart and then uh, as as the curtain falls closed behind you they all clack together and stay closed. okay I mean Clever. good design So we go into we go into the entrance hallway of this home and turn left and there's this living room this overstuffed living room that is just a total mess. There's this crystal chandelier hanging from the ceiling and there's this ridiculous crown molding going around the sides and all this strange paintwork it was a lovely victorian mess basically hmm exactly what i think of when i think of when in my head i conjure a semi-legal barber shop in the castro
1: <laughs> because that's the sort of thing that one conjures on a regular basis well you just I... sit around thinking you're like man I wonder what semi-legal barbershops in the castor are like. And then the camera kind of pans up and to the left, and there's harp music.
0: Iconic Victorian gay chinoiserie. That's kind of what it looked like in there. Okay. Um, and uh, the the barber, Jim, was finishing up a haircut for an older gentleman. They were joshing. And, um, the, the barber himself was in his early 60s, as I said, and was enormous. Like maybe six foot three six foot two but like kind of conic in shape like he had a big thick head and a huge neck and then just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger like a oh. pyramid person as he got You know, i as he i was sort down.
1: of when you said conic i was imagining uh,
0: the reverse of
1: that oh no no no
0: initially no, he was, he was. if a traffic cone were a linebacker, this is what this man was shaped <laughs> like. Mostly bald on top, big old ridiculous mutton chops. Friendly mutton chops. Okay. And I look at Jillian, and Jillian looks at me, and we shrug. I say, what the hell? This guy's got ridiculous facial hair. Probably I can get a decent beard trim from this gentleman. Because my <laughs> hair, I had, I had gotten my hair cut by my Chicago barber, Aaron, maybe two weeks prior to leaving Chicago. My hair was in fine shape. I was ready for the wedding. Uh, but my beard, I thought, eh, why the hell not? Let's get a beard trim. I could use, uh, I could stand to be taken in professionally.
1: Yeah, um, I have never gotten a professional beard trim. I've only done it
0: myself. It's quite nice. It's quite nice. Every once in a while, you know, I'll usually get it when I'm getting a haircut. Uh, so I, I go and I sit down and I have a chat with this man. Uh, and he's very jocular and friendly and. Um, kind of fey because at the time I thought he was like presenting as kind of a like a ragged rusty old queen that was kind of the impression that he was giving but it turns out he was straight and just being an asshole what does that mean as soon as I got into that chair this like weird I don't I don't like power games I'm not interested in them you know I I usually consider myself to be entirely outside of them, but as soon as I got into the chair and he took out, like, the razors and stuff, he began playing this, like, game of establishing dominance, and I was not... Interested. That doesn't were, seem like,
1: like like a fun customer service time to no, me. No,
0: no. I, I, you know, we were having like a good conversation up to a certain point, and then uh, he was shaving my throat, and he said to me, uh, "You're you're kind of a hard shave, aren't you?" I said, well, "I've certainly never thought so." He said, "You've you've got your hair is very coarse. It's very it's very thick. The uh, your skin would the term be swarthy?" He looks at Jillian. And she says, "Sure, swarthy is maybe not the best word to describe David, but I, I suppose it is reasonably accurate." Um, and he says, "He says to me the question that I, I dread, uh, which is, uh, what are you?' <laughs> right? <sighs> which, I, uh, and, and the worst and question, the uh, the, and uh, the worst way to ask that question too." Uh, and I explain that I am. Eastern European, that I am. I am Jewish, and the you know I'm Lithuanian, Polish, Russian, and German. Uh, but See, I understand I would have just confusion. shut that guy down.
1: I would have been well, a re- I would have been a real dick about it.
0: Well, he had very strong hands, Dave.
1: I would have been like, "What do I look like to you?" And then I would have given him nothing.
0: Well, so so I I explained that like. I have been getting that all my life. People have always thought I am rather ethnically ambiguous, and we talked about that for a while. And basically, once he had sussed out that I was a white person, he was like, "Okay, this guy's on my team." And I was oh, like, <laughs> I was like, no. yeah. And, th- and this is when this is when the haircut began to take a turn, a, a very unpleasant turn because he started inveighing against black people. And I was like, "Whoa, buddy, no, no, stop it. Like, that's not okay. Uh, And we started to, and every time he said something, I'd be like, actually, I read an article in The Atlantic that uh, said that they do have to work twice as hard for half as much. And there are studies. And he was like, nah, nah, they're lying. They're lying. They're all lying. Why is this a reasonable topic of conversation? I don't know. And then. We're a total stranger. Total stranger. And then at a certain point, like, you know, my glasses are off. He's shaving my neck. Uh, and, and I was like, okay, uh, so I noticed you are now cutting my hair, and I don't want that, and he was like, no, 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 you need it, and I said, I, I know, but I only really wanted a beard trim, and he said, no, no, your hair's a mess, honey, your hair's a mess, we're gonna do something about it, and I said, no, that, that's really okay, and he said, oh, too late, you know, I've already, I gotta, I gotta do it, I've already started cutting, and I was like, god, okay, I just. Dick. Right, and so so he's doing the thing, and then as he's cutting my hair, he's telling more stories, and he's starting to tell me about uh, the curse that he has on him, uh, how like what? anyone who like ever offends him like dies in a horrible way. Because uh, uh. we were talking about we were talking about like the curse of Tutankhamen at some point. Okay, uh, that just came up. It was a very wide-ranging conversation, and and he starts talking about oh yeah I got a curse two people around me seem to die all the time, and he starts telling me about this other salon that he used to work in, one that I imagine he was probably fired from, um, and he was talking about this um, Russian, uh, this this Russian barber whose name I think was George, okay, um, and he said George used to wear. He said that, you know, George is gay. George was gay. And he used to wear just like a giant cloth diaper. uh, And he would put like socks under his penis so that his penis would appear larger. And he would just wear nothing but like he would wear a cloth diaper and uh, like a black mesh shirt with a cock ring for a necklace. Okay. And I said, okay. And he said, and while... He cut people's hair, he would take their heads, and he would mash their heads into his cloth diapered penis and say, do you like that? Do you like that? Do you want to suck my penis? You know, and he's he's doing a French accent to approximate this guy's Russian accent and also grabbing my head and mashing it into his groin to demonstrate how terrible it was for the patrons of this other guy. Yeah, I
1: mean, it would be awful if somebody did that. It would mm-hmm. just be, it would just be so
0: uncomfortable for everybody involved. He got into a huge fight with George, and then he said six weeks later George was dead from AIDS.
1: Well, obviously <laughs> he caused that. He,
0: I mean, clearly. And then he was talking about his, um, his niece's husband, whom he wanted to murder, and he was talking about this with like his hands on my throat. Like, and this guy had enormous hands. Anyway, we... So, uh,
1: so comfortable. So soothing. So,
0: so Jillian's there, and she's, like, just... What what can she do, right? Like, she's watching, making sure that I'm not dead. You know?
1: Yeah, that's, that's all she can do. She can ascertain, well, is my boyfriend dead, or is he alive? Still alive? <laughs> okay. Oh, now he's dead.
0: Well... No, okay, but they're, like... Obviously, I wasn't in actual mortal danger. Right? I don't know, dude. I was just being made very uncomfortable by this bully of a guy. Um, and so it was a good haircut. Like, oh, good the haircut okay. that I received was a competent, good-looking haircut. Okay, well then, uh, no reason not to go back. So I paid the man, uh, more than I intended to because really. He char- he charged... I wanted to pay for the beard trim, and he charged me for the beard trim and a full haircut. Oh, I thought you meant, like, you gave him a really good tip. Oh, no. And I was going to be like, don't give that guy shit. So that is the story of the very racist haircut.
1: I got a haircut on Monday.
0: He, yeah. Do you want to know...
1: It? Do you want to hear the entire conversation that I had with uh, with the barber?
0: Please, play it back for me.
1: All right. All right. Here's the entire... Excluding the parts where I, you know, evaluate the haircut and describe what I want. So, excluding all the transactional elements. Here is the entire conversation. Barber, did you have a good day today? Me. Yes, I did. That's very nice. See, David, your problem is that uh, you want to engage with your fellow human beings.
0: There was no not engaging with this guy, unfortunately. (laughs) Like, I could have been silent as the grave, and he would have just talked at me. God, that's so crazy. Yeah.
1: How is he still, how is he in business? How does he have five
0: stars on Yelp? So, I think, if, I'll show you the link later, because I looked through, and there were dotted with one-star reviews where you're like, Do not go to this racist asshole! What is wrong with you people? He is not wacky, he's an asshole. Okay.
1: So so five stars, five stars from a bunch of racists, and one stars from normal people.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Dave, with those horrifying stories out of the way. Are you ready to play Twenty hey, Questions Tuesday?
1: Huh. Mine wasn't horrifying. Yours was horrifying. Mine Fair. was just a shit show.
0: <laughs> with our two shit show stories out of the way. There we go. You ready to play some 20QT? Let's do it. All right, let's go over the rules. Okay. Rule number one. I will think of a thing. Rule number two. You will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of the thing. Rule number three. If you exceed 20 questions, the game and reality as we know it is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Rule number four. If you, David, correctly guessed the thing in fewer than 20 questions, you win the game. And we all get to live for another week. Rule number five. No pants, no friends. Dave, are you ready? I'm so ready. Then
1: you may ask your first question. Question number one. Yes. Is it Eagles? (laughs) It's not Eagles. (sighs) Is it the Eagles? It is not
0: the Eagles. Is it Eagle Rock? No. What is Eagle Rock? Eagle Rock is a neighborhood in Los Angeles.
1: Cool. Does asking... If that counted as one of my questions, count as one of my questions? Yes. Did the question that I just asked count as one of my questions? And also that one? And this one? Yes. Oh, God, I'm burning through these really fast. (sighs) Was that a question? No, that was a statement. Am I burning through these really fast? That was a question. Yes, you are. Fuck! (sighs) All right, I got to get on top of things. Is it uh, an animal? No. Alright, is it, um, is it
0: alive? So, okay, so it's not- Is it biologically alive? Um, it is composed of living things. Oh god, is it a rat
1: king? No, no. Is it, is it like a society? Yes. Okay. uh, A country? No. A culture? It's part of culture, sure. But it's like a, it's like a group of people. A group of human beings, yes. All right. Is it an organization? Yes. Is the organization nefarious? No. Does the organization... Is it for profit? Uh, I doubt it. Uh, is it an organization made up of people who have chosen to be together? Absolutely. Is it an extant organization? Is it something that currently exists? Not in this form, no. Hmm. Is it a type of organization that currently exists? Yes. Okay. So it's not like a wizard clan.
0: No, it's not a wizard clan.
1: Or oh, an antmoot. No. It's or not an antmoot. A coven. No. I guess there's covens. But they're like different. Um okay. So it's it's a type of organization that definitely exists for real in reality.
0: Could I join it? You couldn't join this one because this one isn't real. But you could join another type of one. All you right. could join another one that is real. All right. So they accept Jews. Yes. So it's not a country club. It's not a country club. Is the
1: organization uh, scientific in its in its mission?
0: Does it have a I- mission? It has a mission, sure. It is not a scientific mission. Is it a cultural mission? It is a cultural mission. Like the arts? Yes, the arts. A specific art? Yes. Like theater? No.
1: Painting? No. Dance? No. Kickboxing?
0: (laughs) Nope. Music? Correct. This is a musical organization, but there is also something else about this musical organization that you must figure out. Okay. Is it an orchestra? It is an orchestra. I am thinking of an orchestra.
1: Is it an orc, istra? Which it is not. Is it is con- a symphony it is composed made of, up of orcs.
0: That is composed of human beings. You have to tell me there is something special about this orchestra. Okay. You have to tell me what piece they are playing. Okay. And also something has gone wrong with the orchestra, and you have to tell me what that is. That is your goal today. Did somebody
1: fill all the tubas with water? No, they do not. Did somebody, like, bend the
0: saxophones at a weird angle? You won't be able to figure out what's wrong with the orchestra until you figure out the weird thing about the orchestra and the piece that they're playing. So, this is an orchestra. Mm-hmm. Are
1: they playing classical music? N- no, they are not. Hmm. Are they playing Eye of the Tiger? They are not playing Eye of the Tiger. dun 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 chika chk dun 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 chica, 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 dun 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 no
0: they're still not playing that Rise it up no David. back
1: on the street focus focus as i mean i don't know I... any
0: of the words <laughs> that's very nice it's not
1: what they're playing though are they playing uh, an existing uh, piece of music no. Okay. So the piece of music that they're playing is entirely. Fit. Yes, as is the type of music that they're playing. What fuck? All right. Are they playing with traditional orchestral symphonic instruments? Y- yes and no. They are, except that. I mean, all right. So is there these like instruments? The horn all have an
0: extra. Hmm?
1: Is there like a horn section? Is there yes. a string section? Is there a woodwinds? Is there percussion? Yes, but in this orchestra, they're not called that. Um, They're not called that. Mm-mm. They're not called that because the instruments are weird somehow.
0: The instruments are weird somehow. Why are they weird? They're all air instruments. They're not all
1: air instruments. It's just an orchestra of people playing air guitar.
0: No, they do. they do make music. They make sounds. The instruments are, they're all synthesizers. They are, no. There might be synthesizers in the, in, in the orchestra. There might not be.
1: Hmm.
0: The instruments are...
1: They're all like child instruments?
0: They're all full-sized instruments. Like
1: a plastic saxophone or one of those toy pianos.
0: They're all full-sized. That you play when you want to be twee. Orchestral-grade instruments. And they produce the sounds that you would expect them to produce.
1: Apparently, there is a very famous Charlie Parker recording, uh, famous jazz saxophonist for anybody who doesn't know, uh, where he was, he showed up to this big gig, uh-huh. like high out of his mind. Like, Charlie Parker was into some shit. Um, so, and that shit was heroin. Yes. So he, he was like drunk. He was high on pot and heroin like he was out of it. But somehow he showed up, he got backstage, and he had forgotten his saxophone. So somebody just grabbed a random, shitty, plastic saxophone off of, like, like out of the corner somewhere. Shoved it into his hands, shoved him out on stage, and he produced this, like, epic, epic bebop solo
0: holy cow
1: yeah it's like one of his most notable recordings and he was so out of it he could barely stand up and he had just some random ass plastic instrument
0: that's amazing
1: jazz legends it is not that so okay so the instruments are weird somewhat somehow the song is weird somehow Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Are the people weird somehow?
0: I mean, they might have to be in order to play in an orchestra like this, but let's just imagine that, no, they're perfectly normal professional musicians. Are the instruments made out of something strange? No, not, not really. They just produce something different than a regular instrument might. But it is a sound. They all produce sounds. They all, it is indisputable that they all produce sounds. Um, do they all produce the same sound? No, they—they they, uh, there are tubas in the orchestra, and they produce a tuba sound. And the tuba just sounds like a tuba? Tuba sounds like a tuba. Everything is like a normal orchestra. There's just another layer on top of it. Are they in a place that's somehow warping the sound? They're in
1: an orchestra hall. But if I listened to this, it would sound like totes fucked up.
0: It would sound like a song, but you would also be receiving some other stimulus.
1: Huh. So they produce something in addition to sound.
0: That's the one.
1: Okay.
0: Heroin? <laughs> they did not produce heroin in addition to sound, no. Hmm. Uh, like
1: jelly or some sort of fluid? <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. Are there saxophones with just, like, like, <laughs> grape jelly just oozing out of the ends as people play? Just, like, great globs of it flopping onto the floor?
0: No, there are not.
1: Do they produce something you can touch? They do not. Something you can see? No. Something you can
0: smell? Yes. Wait. It is an, it is an orchestra, except all of their instruments play smells... As well as sounds. Now, you need to tell me, Dave. Oh, dear. What what sound smell they are playing, what song, what, what orchestral work they are playing, and why it's not going so great. Well... And when you do that, you will be the victor of 20 Questions Tuesday for this week. I mean, what I hope is that it's like
1: the coffee cantata, <laughs> and it just smells like a delicious coffee house, but I know better. It does
0: not smell like a delicious coffee house.
1: Alright, is the smell offensive? No. Hmm.
0: It's, a, it's a good smell.
1: Um, is it a food smell?
0: It is a food smell.
1: Uh, a cooking food smell?
0: Um. I, I don't know how to answer that question.
1: Alright, like um, baking bread. As opposed to just bread. That's a dumb distinction. Forget I said anything.
0: I imagine that if bread were to be involved in you know, if you if they were playing uh like a con- the bread concerto like it, it would go smell from smell like of, fresh. Like well baked, think think about how think about how a, a piece of classical music is organized, right? You have the theme and then you have the development, right? So and then it all kind of comes together like like a like a piece of classical music kinda has a thesis, right? And then it restates it at the end in the sure. last movement. Um, I don't maybe, maybe I don't know if that's like a uh, an incorrect way to, to think about it. Music theorists get at me, but um, you know, so if you had if you had the bread concerto, it would be the beginning of bread to the end of bread. Okay, presumably, like develop the the thesis of bread into a finished product.
1: Reasonable, reasonable.
0: Okay, so is
1: it one specific
0: food item? It is a specific food item. It is a food. Yeah. It is a. a... Is it uh, a common food item? Yes. Is it something
1: that needs to be cooked or? Yes, it does need to be cooked. Okay. Uh, is it something that I would have eaten? Like at any at any point? Is it something I've definitely encountered?
0: Absolutely, it is. Hmm. Is it sweet? It is not sweet. Is it savory? It is savory. Mm. Uh is it a
1: dinner menu item? It can be. Sure.
0: A lunch menu item? Absolutely. Would you eat it for breakfast? I mean, I'm I'm not too proud to admit that I've done it. Is it pizza? It is not pizza.
1: Damn. What's what's something that you would eat for breakfast but not be <laughs> proud about?
0: No, don't think about it that way. Uh all right. Uh, is it... And for the record, I am extraordinarily proud about it. Ask me about it later.
1: Okay. Uh, is it uh, a dish that belongs to a specific, uh, national or ethnic cuisine? I suppose so. Mm, sure. It's, it's something more international now.
0: Uh, no, I would say it's definitely identified with a specific country.
1: Uh, oh, okay. So then it's something more American?
0: Yeah, very much so.
1: All right. And it's identified specifically with the United States. Oh, I think so, yeah. All right.
0: So it's some dumb American food. Certainly they eat them in Canada and Mexico. Like a burger? Yes. All right. What kind of burger?
1: Well, here's the burger that I had yesterday. Mm I went to this restaurant, uh, BurgerFi, which is, uh, it's, you know, one of these, like, Shake Shack style sure like fast casual burger places elevated fast food is that what mm-hmm. you call
0: it maybe i don't fast know fast casual is what i would call that yeah
1: i read a whole article about it i sent it to you didn't i yes you did yes so uh yeah so it's uh it's a slightly fancified burger place and they have on the menu this delights me because it is exactly the sort of stupid off-menu item that I would come up with and order by myself. They have the conflicted burger, which is a burger with one beef patty and one veggie burger patty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you ever hear of the hypocrite? I have not. It's a it's a um, a veggie burger with two slices of bacon. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, see, because here's the thing: it works, and here's why it works. It works because, despite what you know, uh, hardcore vegetarians will tell you, a-, a veggie burger is a fundamentally different thing.
0: So, did you get did you get the conflicted burger? Did you get a half?
1: Yes, I did G- get the conflicted burger. It was delicious. Because so okay, so mm. the because the the meat burger and the veggie burger play against each other. Sure. You know, they, there's there's a flavor collision, and it's so, good.
0: So I'm looking for a very specific word that you still have not managed to say. It's a type of burger. It's a type of burger? It's a slider. Nope. A hamburger. Nope. The ham part isn't important? The ham part is not present. Um, all right. It's a kind very, of burger? Very standard variety of hamburger. A standard just, variety of hamburger. Just have not yet managed to say it. it it's not like a brand name no no no. there is a hamburger and then you put a thing on it and then it becomes another kind of hamburger
1: there's a hamburger
0: mm-hmm. and you put an egg on it no that doesn't have that's not a thing with a commonly understood name there's a hamburger and you mm-hmm. put a hot dog on it <laughs> no there's a hamburger, and you pay 75 cents, and you get another thing on it. Guacamole. Nope, you're just
1: being obtuse on purpose. <laughs> no, I'm not. I genuinely have no idea. What? It... All right, something that you would put on a hamburger. The hamburger it doesn't come with this. If it comes with it, it is called something else. Double cheeseburger. A what? A double cheeseburger. A, a, or just a. Oh, 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 okay. Wow. I guess this tells you something about my burger eating habits. The idea of a burger without cheese on it is so antithetical. It's so foreign to my (laughs) mind. Like I would never eat a hamburger without cheese on it. There you go. The idea is so foreign to me that it wouldn't even occur to me that a cheeseburger is a separate thing.
0: Okay, so, cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, the word is cheeseburger, very good. The, the ensemble is trying to play cheeseburger in B-flat major, but something has gone wrong with the ensemble. David, what is it? Is it something related to the cheeseburger? Yes, and also something related to the orchestra.
1: Uh, they put the ingredients in the wrong order. No, but there is something wrong with one of the ingredients. Uh, is one of the ingredients, is it something wrong with the cheese? Nope. Is something wrong
0: with the patty? Yes. Mmm. But that, that's not what the section is called in the orchestra. So there's the cheese section, there's the lettuce section, there's the bun section. And there's the... I just really want you to say it. Beef section? The beef section.
1: You have a singular talent, my friend, for coming up with phrases that disgust me to my core. Alright. The beef section of this orchestra is fucking up somehow. Cause they're, I don't know, they're they didn't they undercooked it. They fucking peed in it, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> beef section. (laughs) Okay, so they play something incorrectly that causes the beef
0: to smell bad? No. They're about to start playing, but then they look around and they notice something about the beef section. Something about the people in the beef section?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Their instruments are all fine. Yeah. Alright. Their instruments are right there.
0: Does the beef section eat only beef? No, they eat whatever. To, like, train? No, they, they eat whatever they want. Are they dead? No, they're not dead. Has something bad happened to them? No, I don't think so. Have they brought this on themselves? S- sure. It's, it's actually very simple. I don't want to give it away, though, it's, it's, but it's very simple what it is.
1: Okay. Um... Uh... But it's something specific... Okay, it's specifically about the people,
0: the the musicians. Mm Mm-hmm. It is the condition of the people that are supposed to play the beef section. They're asleep? I'm gonna give it to you. They're just not there. Oh. They are absent. They've all stepped outside to have a smoke break or whatever. They've all stepped outside to eat a burger. Which leads the conductor to holler, what, David? Uh... My orchestra is broken. No. What do you say when you can't find the the patty in your hamburger? I would like a
1: different hamburger, please. This one is defective. Are you not familiar
0: with the uh, the Wendy's commercial
1: from the 70s? Uh, the one where Dave Thomas is like Wendy. Nope. The one with the old lady. I would like a. I would like one hamburger.
0: No. Do you not know what I'm talking about? Do you really not know what I'm talking about? No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, okay.
1: The conductor so, looks at he says, where's the
0: beef? <laughs> Dave, you've got it, my friend. So, what was I thinking of? David, this week
1: you were thinking of an orchestra that not only plays sounds, it also plays smells. They are playing the piece, what was it, Cheeseburger in B-Flat? B-flat major. B-flat major, uh, in which they, they conjure up the delicious aroma of a cheeseburger. However, just as they're about to start, the conductor looks around, notices that the section that's supposed to be playing the patty is missing, and shouts at the top of his orchestral lungs, Where's the
0: beef? Dave, you have got it. You are a champion. I am so proud of you for getting that ridiculous 20 questions Tuesday challenge. That was exceptionally ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you about the Breakfast Man. Have we talked about the Breakfast Man before? The Breakfast Man? The Breakfast Man. It's my invention, and if you steal it, I'll murder you. Is this, is this somebody I should be scared of? Uh, No, but you should be impressed by it. Or maybe not. I don't know. So do you remember... <laughs> Do you remember... Well, that covers all the of, options, so... Do you, do you remember a couple of years ago, you were staying with me and Jillian. Uh, we were, you were staying at Jillian's place in Hyde Park for New Year's. Yes. And... I slept on her couch. You slept on Jillian's couch. And and then the next morning, you and I and the whole group went up to the Valois to go get breakfast. That cafeteria on... Yes, okay. Uh, yeah. hmm Yes, on Fifty Third Street. Um, so I think I got the Breakfast Man then, which is when you get a patty melt and a uh, you get a patty melt and a poached egg. Okay. And then you take the patty melt and you dip it in the poached egg. What is a patty melt? A patty melt is a cheeseburger is a cheeseburger on rye bread okay. with grilled onions. Okay. It is my favorite kind of cheeseburger. That, that's what I thought, but I wasn't mm-hmm. 100% on that. And so for the, for the breakfast man, you have a little puddle of ketchup, and you have your poached egg, and then you take the kind of sharp, crisp edges of the, the patty melt, because it's toasted rye bread or griddled rye bread, and you dip the cheeseburger, you dip the patty melt in the egg, and then you take a bite, and then you dip it in the ketchup you take a bite or you dip it in both one after the other and that fucking rebel that is the breakfast man and if you get potatoes with it so much the better you dip that shit in the egg and then you dip it in the ketchup and you are the lord of all you goddamn survey you are the breakfast man i am the breakfast man
1: once you consume the breakfast
0: man you become the breakfast man (laughs) there is no going back so, so, to answer your earlier question, yes, you can have a hamburger for breakfast, and yes, I have been proud of it. Fair. That solves it. Dave, you are ready to head on over to the Scoratorium and learn where that beef is at? I wanna know! I wanna know about this beef! All right, here we go. I have a beef with this beef. Here
1: is your beef. Tell me the beef. That's a good catchphrase, right? They should use that in commercials.
0: Tell me the beef. Tell me the beef. Dave. You got this 20 Questions Tuesday challenge correct in 16 questions. Man,
1: I shouldn't have used up all my questions asking questions about my questions.
0: Well, the more you know. At least I got it under 20. Yes, you did. And that's how you play 20 20 Questions Tuesday. All right, look. We're a struggling young podcast. We're basically street people. I mean, you heard it here first, folks. Dave... Can barely remember to keep his keys in his pockets. I don't have anywhere to live because I'm locked out of my home. If you want to get David a place to sleep, all you need to do is go to iTunes and plug in 20 Questions Tuesday in the iTunes store. And then just go and give us a five-star rate Or any kind of rate. I don't want to tell you.
1: No, you can
0: tell them. Give us five stars. Five
1: stars. If you're thinking about giving us any other number of stars, don't bother me fine fuck you
0: we're good yeah well like we're good you can uh find us on facebook at facebook.com 20 questions tuesday keep up with all of our exploits dave is always updating our feed on facebook and tumblr uh, you can go to our website 20 questionstuesdaycom dave is always updating the facebook and our website with wonderful postings and little snippets uh related to this week's episode yes whenever that's I always can. fun uh, we're on Twitter, 20 Questions 2s, that's 2-0-Questions-T-U-E-S. All the other ones are 20 spelled out. Our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlew, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. The music you heard under the show this week was by Lache Swing, licensed under a Creative Commons attribution
1: license. If you'd like us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Up next,
0: Not in the Face with Barry Right in the Face. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Grinnell brutman Good night.